Hello. How's it going, Ryan? It's Michael here. Oh, it's happening. Where are you at? Yeah, good, you? Yeah, man. Okay. Uh, so, great. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. This is uh, episode eight of Beyond the Ropes Introduces. Um, mm-hmm. So we try and speak to some boxers at the beginning of the career, uh, try and help them build up a bit of profile and see what yep. we can learn about yourself as, as we go along. Um, so there's a, there's a few quick fire questions that we ask all in, all of the guys. So I'm just going to fire through them and then yeah, it's a lot more relaxed after that and then we can just uh, have a bit of a chat. All right then. Cool. Okay, so you're... Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep, you sound good. Um, you sound good. Cool. Right. Okay, so your full name, please. Ryan Christopher Charles. On my oh. boxing name, Ryan Run on over Charles. <laughs> Lovely. And your uh, age? I'm 31 now. Okay, your weight class? Um, well, at, my first two fights were at heavyweight, but I plan to go down to cruiserweight. So my next one will definitely be at cruiserweight. Okay. That's where we'll probably contain it. Okay, and your current record? I'm currently 2 and 0. Brilliant. And you've just said your nickname is uh, Run Em Over. Yeah. So we'll get that one there. Uh, and your favourite fighter, either past or present? Um, uh, probably, for me, I'd say probably Andre Wood. He's my favourite. Okay, so you like the slick kind of, uh, the slick fighter? Yeah, yeah. I, li- I like the slick, the slickness, and he can fight on the inside as well. That's what I, l- I love about him. Like, he can wrap it up on the inside if you have to. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, so I mean, yourself, you're, you said just, you're two and zero now. Um, so still at the beginning of our pro journey. So why, why was what did your reason for for turning over and, and going into the pros? Um, it was kind of always my my aim. My um, I always wanted to turn pro. Um, what it was like after the um, because I was in a Commonwealth Games back in 2014, um, and I was gonna turn pro like straight after that but in the, like basically in the games I, um, I had a decision go against me like real bad decision go against me where I gave the guy two standing counts and somehow he still won the fight mm. um, and then so I, after that I took a bit of a break and I weren't sure what I was doing and then I, I probably had about a year and a bit out and then um, I came back and then I was just, just hungry again and I thought like, I've trained too hard I've got too much talent to put it all to waste so I thought I'm, yeah, I'm turning pro and then yeah not looked back since Good. So I mean, that that bad decision kind of just knocked your faith in in the sport by the sounds of it, then. Yeah, but yeah, because it was like I was I was so confident of winning the medal. Like if I got through that fight, and they they gave me that decision, I'm pretty sure I would have got a medal, definitely a bronze at least. But I didn't, and then I kind of messed up my plans because I was looking to go pro and make a big noise, but it didn't happen. So yeah, but then it just set me back a bit. But it was good because I had time to reflect and then. I think it made me more hungry. Yeah. In the end. So, so I mean, you, you had quite a successful amateur career, really. I mean, you represented at the Commonwealth Games. I believe you went to the World yeah. Amateurs as well. So, I mean, yeah. the, how are you finding the, the the change into into the pro ranks so far? Um, It's been pretty smooth. Um, Like, the first thing I, like, I, I noticed in the pros is that, which I've had to adapt to, is like, it's a lot of a, a bit of a slower pace in terms of like you're you're not rushing your work in amateurs it's, it's about in and out scoring throwing loads of quick shots in the pros you're more like waiting and sitting down and throwing your punches with a lot more venom and spite making that them count sort of thing yeah making them count and not wasting much punches it took a while to get used to but now i think i've i've come out of a style where it works so yeah it's going to 
Good. So, and you are currently signed to British British Warriors with Mo Pryor. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. how how did that uh, partnership come about? Um, you know what it was. I think I had a. I was I was asking around. I was asking like advice of um just a few like of my old amateur coaches and people I knew in the in the boxing game. Um, and then I had a couple meetings. Um with a few people um and then i was trying to like basically i was trying to get a meeting with um with with frank warren via i think via i think it was via his nephew alfie warren or something like that okay and then it was just taking a while to happen and then some someone recommended mo to me and then we had a we had a chat um and then after we spoke it was kind of like as soon as i spoke to him i was like yeah i'm not i, I want to go with him and then yeah i'm glad i did because he's he's um He's a good manager. He looks after me well, so it's a good decision. Yeah, I mean, we we deal with quite a few of Mo's fighters, and they all say the same thing that he's he's a really honest guy. He do what he yeah. can for you, and it seems like everybody seems to be winning with him at the minute. So it's a good partnership that yeah. you've got. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did want to ask you about, I want to. I had a quick look at your box rec today, and mm-hmm. it said uh, birthplace Saint Lucia. But yeah. having read a bit about you as well, I don't think that's necessarily correct, is it? No, it's not correct. I've actually I've got. I wasn't born in St. Lucia. I've got a St. Lucian citizenship and passport, um, which I had to obtain because I was representing them and I needed it to go to the to the World Championships and all these other competitions. Okay. But I was I was actually born and raised in England. My mum was born in St. Lucia. I was born and raised here in London. Um I've been to St. Lucia many times but I wasn't born there. Okay, so it was it was about yeah. four so you could compete for them in, in the games? Yeah, yeah. So I've got, of course, I've got dual nationality, but I wasn't, I wasn't born there. Okay, no, that's that's really interesting because you don't get. Um, I mean, we don't hear often here in in Britain. Obviously, you have a lot of fighters. A lot of fighters have Caribbean heritage, but not necessarily fight for their nation. So it's it's quite refreshing to hear that. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like um, I remember around about the time, um, twenty twelve was coming up. It was a few years before twenty twelve, and then I um. I was hearing about a few guys from London that were representing like Nigeria, Jamaica, Ghana, etc. So I thought like, um, let me how I wonder how I could like represent Tunisia. So I done a bit of research, been online, um, and then I found the contacts for the Amateur Boxing Association out there, and I literally just emailed them. I said to them, I'm a boxer from London. Um, at the time, I think I had like about ten fights. I said I've had ten fights. I'm interested in representing you guys. Um, and they said, they said, come over, come over for like a kind of trial thing. And then as soon as they saw me box, they were like, yeah, there's a competition at the end of the month. If you want, you can fight in that. So I fought in that, won that. And then, um, yeah, over the next couple of years, I was fighting for them. I, I went to the um, Olympic qualifiers in 2012, actually, as well. Okay. Um, but it was a tough, they were tough. They were out in Brazil. Um and at the time, you had people like Errol Spence there. He was like beating everyone mm-hmm. in his way. Um, you had Marcus Brown of um, USA as well. You had all these good Olympic. I had to face a guy from USA also, a guy called Michael Hunter. Okay. He, yeah, he not long ago fought against Alexander Usic for yeah. the WBO cruiserweight title, but he lost. Yeah, I've had to fight against him. I had a real tough draw, but it was good experience, man, fighting against um, top guys and sparring with some of them as well and um, seeing how all these top guys train the Cubans especially yeah it was good so I mean speaking of sparring there obviously you're a heavyweight based in and around London mm. I would assume that there's been some some good heavyweight sparring for you around because obviously there's there seems to be a, 
uh, a quite a closed scene on the heavyweights in and around. If, I would say even across Britain, you seem to find a lot of people going and do the sparring for for the bigger names. Uh, yeah, have you managed definitely. to get into any camps yourself? Um, yeah, well, because I'm based at McGill's, um, I've done a bit of sparring with um, Dylan White. Um, that was not too long ago, literally about a month ago. Okay. Um, that was quite good. Um, I'm due to be doing some more with him. Oh, I was due to do some more with him for this fight, but I've had um, a lot going on because my grand just passed away. Yeah, but, um, yeah no worries. But um, yeah, um, also, yeah, not too long ago, Don Charles uh, messaged me um, and asked me if I want to come spar with Chisora. Um, okay. We're, we're trying to arrange that. So, yeah, I'm just looking to as much top sparring as possible. If I can get in with these these big names that who have guys that are fought at world level and hold my own, then I'm sure I can do well in the pros. Definitely. I mean, at 2-0, at if you're being called in at, to, to such established names, that can only be a good sign for yourself going forward. Really? Yeah, definitely. And some massive confidence boost also. So, yeah. Okay, so you mentioned yeah. Miguel's. Are you, are you still training at Miguel's now, are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm still at Miguel's, yeah. Okay, who's your coach at the moment? Uh, um, I'm trained by one guy called um, Richard Williams. But what people there's there's two Richard Williams there's Richard the Secret Williams who's ex pro okay um it's not that it's not him it's another guy called Richard Williams but yeah he's a good coach he's been there a while and we've got a good relationship so it's working brilliant right yeah. okay so I mean what are your your short term kind of goals and aspirations what are you aiming at in your kind of immediate future um my short term well. Maybe next year, probably, I'd be looking at hopefully getting the Southern Area title maybe towards the end of next year. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> maybe in my, like, I don't know, maybe in my, like, eighth, ninth fight, challenge for the Southern Area title. Um, and then my, I I, I think I want to, I might go around thinking differently. Instead of um, <clears throat> going down, like, English title, British title, Commonwealth, etc. Because I'm from, because uh, I've got the Caribbean heritage as well. Mm-hmm. Um there's a there's a title called the WBA FECA box, which is basically um, the Central American and Caribbean. Yep. WBC title. Um, so I've I've spoke to the I've actually emailed the guys over at WBC and asked them would I be eligible to challenge for it. They said yeah, just let us know when you've had a certain amount of fights and then when we think you're ready, we'll um we'll get in contact with you. We'll keep an eye on you. So I think I'm gonna go down that road. And then also get me the chance to fight over, you know, different countries against different styles. So, yeah. That, yeah, that's really clever. I mean, obviously there's there's some fighters that have, have kind of worked that um, that route before. I mean, I believe it was, I think we spoke to Ian Lewison before and he yeah. fought for the WP, WBO, I think it was Asia Pacific. And it, it turned out, I think one of his, someone on his mum's side had some heritage from there and then he he fought for that title and won it and obviously that gives you a good ranking within the governing bodies that yeah, are holding yeah. it so basically it's great to hear that obviously you're using that as kind of a way to build more experience and, and travel around so i mean it's it's obviously a great a great plan for yourself you, you get to travel see the world and like you said see more styles it can only benefit you in the long run yeah exactly i think i think like it's good to it's good to um fight fight against many as many styles as possible because when i what i was noticing was when I was doing all these international competitions, the styles are so different. Even like the top level guys here, against the top level guys in I don't know Canada, America, Cuba, Colombia, whatever, the styles are very different. So if you can master all styles, then it's only beneficial for you. Of course. Yeah. So I mean, when are you kind of planning to be next out now? Then. 
Um, probably, um, probably September, more more realistically October. Okay. Um, because what it is, I need to proper get down to cruiserweight, so it's going to take me about about a couple months to get down there, and then yeah, once I'm down, then I'll then I'll be looking to to be out again. But yeah, more than likely, like say early October. Okay, so I mean, like I said, it's, it sounds like at the moment it's maybe a little bit of a struggle for the cruise. Obviously, you're going to work your way down to that. Um, yeah. Is that where you see yourself ultimately uh, staying comp- at, at cruiseweight now? Then once once you I do mean, get down there and you're, you seem comfortable, you're not comfortable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's just what it is. It's just um, I just need the time to get down to it. Um, if you said to me, yeah, you've got to fight in three months, but it's at cruiseweight, I could I could easily do it. It's just I need to, the time to that long training camp to get down and yeah because it, it's, it's been a thing where like I've been training and then a date's been given to me and I'm me I'm like you know what I want to fight so as soon as the date's been given to me I'm like yeah let me take it and it, it says like six weeks and I'm just like taking it so but this time I'm going to take it the time I get down and then yeah cruise awake definitely because in my amateur career um, I was mainly at cruise 86 kg because they used to have that weight class and um, for the Commonwealth Games, I've got, I even got down to 81 kilograms. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's definitely within me to get down to, to cruiserweight. Okay. Um, well, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we managed to catch up with you. Um, yeah. And um, hopefully we'll, we'll be in contact when we get your new fight date so we can get along and see you as well. Um, we go to all the British Warriors show, so we should be there regardless anyway. Okay. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for your time today. And uh, so we'll be in contact anyway so we can, we can follow the journey and, and go along with you now, Ryan. Okay, yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for the call. No problem, right? You take care, buddy. Cheers. Bye.